Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We have, I think, 69 new prayer requests tonight, and you can see most of them at the bottom of your screen there for those watching on Facebook. I picked about 15 to 20 that we're going to address in person, but I'd like everyone to keep every name and request you see in your prayers tonight and believe for total victory for all these people, all right? Now, before we get to Kristen's inspirational prayer, I just want to talk for two quick minutes about being the miracle someone else prayed for. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is the one where Elijah meets a widow and she's very poor and all she has is a small jar of oil. And oil back then was a very valuable thing, but she only has a a very small jar. And so Elijah tells her to go to all of her neighbors and gather as many jars as she can and bring them into her house. And once she does that, he tells her to start pouring the small jar into the bigger jars. And what happens? Well, she fills them all up. That's the kind of God we serve. He's a God of multiplication. We see something similar in the New Testament when Jesus feeds 5,000 men and their families with just two fish and five loaves, and they had enough food left over that they filled extra baskets too when everyone was done eating. Now, you might be thinking, well, what the heck does that have to do with me? I can't fill up multiple jars with just a small jar. I can't divide two fish among 5,000 people. I mean, I'm the one praying that God will meet my needs. No, maybe you literally can't do what Elijah did and fill up all those jars but you can fill up a lot of people with your help and with your kindness, even with just your prayers. If you want to see God at work in your life, let other people see God working through your life. Start to see everyone in your life as being there for a reason. Ask yourself, why has God put this person here? And when you do that, move away from asking yourself, what can I get from them into what can I do for them? That's how real relationships are built. And that's how real impacts are made. Then you'll understand what Jesus meant when he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. I'll close with this. One of my favorite movies is called Les Miserables. You may have heard of it. It's also a famous play, Les Mis for short. It's actually a great Christian movie that extols the virtues of faith and emphasizes God's love and forgiveness. And one of the famous lines from that movie is, to love another person is to see the face of God. And when I heard it, I thought, "Eh, no, that's not quite right. It's close, but it should be to love another person is to be the face of God and to be his arms and to be his hands. That's the entire point. That's why we're here. God put us in this universe to let him work through us to bless others. When you do that, when you start being the miracle other people prayed for, God will bring forth the miracles you prayed for. All right. That's my message for tonight. Kristen, my dear, would you do me a favor, please, and uh, lead us in an inspirational prayer? Well, you know how much I love Lame is, and so I'm really going to hold myself back from singing the entire soundtrack. Okay. But you're right. That is so true. Um, when you said uh, that line, I always love that line, but that's a better way to put it. And remember the truth that once was spoken. To love another person is to be the face of God. You see, it's Very much better good. that way. 
it works. It works. So <laughs> maybe they'll have to put it in the Broadway production that way. Yeah, we'll get royalties for that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> so Cameron McIntosh, if you're listening to this, make a note of that. So, <laughs> well, thank you, God. Thank you so much, Lord, for who you are. Lord, we come to you with a grateful heart. Even with everything that we hear going on in our world, where it seems just everything is upside down. When you look at the news, when we look at um, just the headlines, Lord, Lord, thank God we have you. Otherwise, we wouldn't know where to turn, God, but we know where to turn at all times, Lord. So we turn to you. God, I just pray for your people tonight. I pray, Lord, I, I speak on behalf of all of us, whether it's God bless our doctors and our medical professionals, God, they're out there every day on the front lines. God bless our president and our, all of our leaders and all of our governors and everyone who's working to create an end to this horrible virus. God bless all those people and our missionaries and our, um, that are in different nations and, and those of you who submitted prayer requests who, who said you're helping and, and you're in your country because we know we're all, we're a heart is without Jesus. That's our mission field. So we're all missionaries. But God, I, I ask you on behalf of your people tonight, I sense the word that we're all feeling, Lord, is exhaustion. It could be a physical exhaustion, but it's more likely to be an emotional and spiritual ex exhaustion. And Lord, we realize that only you and you alone are in control. And so in order to get the freedom from this ex exhaustion, Lord, you are the cure. I saw something today that said, even bigger than this virus, there's an F word that's a virus that's roaming around the earth, and that is fear. Fear is a virus that's attacking the minds of your children, Lord, and the hearts of your children in relation to this virus and all the other complications with it. And so we're exhausted from fear. We're exhausted from excessive planning. We're exhausted from the burden that we're not meant to bear. God, we need you to fight for us. We need you to teach us how to be still. We need you to tell us how to take the principles of your word and actually put them into practice. We need you to show us how to really trust you, God. How to really just say, Daddy, here I am. Here I am. And put up our hands towards you and say, carry me. Lord, I think of the story in the Bible of Moses that when the Israelites were fighting and Joshua was going to get the victory, they realized every time that Moses put his hands up that the Israelites would win, but as he put his hands down, they would start to lose. And Aaron and Hur lifted uh, Moses' arms because he was getting weary and exhausted and couldn't lift them on his own. God, your, your warriors in America and all of these nations globally, Lord, all of our friends everywhere that are tuning in tonight and their families and even people who are not tuning in, we, re we represent and we stand in the gap for all of them. God, as we lift our hands in praise to you, as we lift our hands to you, it's a universal sign of surrender. No matter where you are in the world, I, I just want to ask, I feel in the spirit compelled to ask every person that's listening to this, to just put your hands up 
in the sign of surrender to Jesus and, and take, if there's a, you have been feeling a burden, you've been feeling fear, you've been feeling anxiety. Maybe you have a lot of other things that are compiled on top of this uh, international disaster that we have going on, so to speak. You just, I, I, and your, your hands are heavy. You're, you're heavy with this burden. I ask you to just throw it, cast your cares on the Lord. And I ask you to release it to the Lord. And I ask you to open your hands as a sign of worship and surrender to the Lord. And Lord, now I ask you, God, that as a symbol of this, Lord, that you would hold up our hands, that your Holy Spirit and, and Jesus, you would be our Aaron and her. The Trinity would be that for us, God. That you would hold up our hands, God. Not only physically, but this is symbolic of during these times, God, when we don't know what to do and we want to fight and we know that you can fight for us. You fight the battle for us. All we need to do is to be still. And God, and we pray, and we have intercessors around the world. But a lot of our intercessors need someone to hold up their hands. They're weary. Your people are exhausted. Our medical professionals are physically and emotionally exhausted. We're all emotionally drained, Lord. We need you to hold up our hands. We need you to give us the victory, Lord. We need you. God, we surrender. As we put out our hands, we surrender to you. We surrender that you have the victory. We take all the excessive planning and the excessive worrying and just everything that has been running through our minds, God. And we just lay it on your altar. And we say, we surrender to you, God. We surrender to your truth. And we know that yours is the victory. God, you will not let us fail. You will not let us stumble. In his heart, a man plans his course, but Lord, you determine his steps. Lord, yours is the kingdom and the glory, and the honor forever and ever. And so we give it all to you. We give it all to you. And, and Lord, we pray for every prayer request scrolling on the broad, bottom of, of the screen and those even that didn't get a chance to submit their prayer request yet. Lord, we pray by your blood, Lord, that your blood would cover every person listening to this, God. I pray that a weight would be lifted, God, and we would feel energy in the spirit. We would feel peace and joy and love and come to know you in a way like never before, an intimate way. And this year, the spirit of Pentecost would fall on us and we would realize your power and who you really are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Another great job, Chris, and good for you. All right, let's get to some of these specific prayer requests. But, you know, guys, we have so many at the bottom that maybe at the end, if you didn't see us from the beginning, you could watch this over and, and just keep some of these people at, at the bottom on, on the scroll here in your prayers also. But let me go through the ones we've kind of picked out here. One of my friends, Pat, by the way, was just released from the hospital. I think he's presumed to have the coronavirus, but he's doing well. He's a good man of faith. And so we certainly ask that God brings him to a complete healing. Another friend of mine, uh, we have to keep in prayer because her husband is just not being careful enough. He seems to, we have a few people here in America, actually more than a few, who seem not to be taking this seriously enough. 
and they're going out creating unnecessary risks for themselves and by extension their families and everyone else and so we pray that everybody has good sober judgment especially here in new jersey where we're right next to the epicenter of the fallout i know some parts of the country it's you know maybe kind of more of a nuisance or something but here it's it's, it's starting to get pretty bad we also want to pray for kashif who tells us that uh, he's a nurse we, he asked us to pray for his project. His aim in life is to support deserving children, especially in education. Runs the Sunday school, manages all of these as best as he can from a salary, but he's having financial problems. So please, we'll keep him in our prayers. Cleo asked that we include uh, her in her prayers. She has submucosal myoma and a thick endo, endometri endometrial lining. Uh, she's the long and the short of it is uh, she has heavy bleeding. She has to undergo a hysterectomy, but because of lack of money and the coronavirus pandemic, it's not really available to her right now. So we just believe that God is going to meet every need for her. Madhu Red asked for prayer, having pain in, in his hips and stomach. And the doctor says uh, might have tumors and maybe even in the throat. Her husband uh, also seemed to have some difficulty. And in their whole country, they're having problems because only 20 people are allowed in church at a time. Hey, in our country right now, in our state, nobody's allowed in church right now. We have to do these things remotely, which is part of the impetus behind us starting the show. Daniel Nanzala says, please pray for my family. Pray for me, pray for me and my family. Rachel Langua, uh, please pray for me. I'm a single mom with three children. Pray for protection and guidance. They live in, and also she asked for a permanent home. She lives in Papua New Guinea. You know, the, the state where we are followed the most, or I should say the city where we have the most followers is actually in Papua New Guinea. And I Googled it the other day to see what it was about. And the first thing that comes up is it says, how prevalent is cannibalism here? And there's a parent, it's, it's such a dangerous area that they still actually have cannibals there. So we have to keep all of Papua New Guinea in our prayers. Arishma Necker uh, from Fiji's, from the Fiji Island, asks for prayer for her sister who has kidney failure. Please intercede for a miracle in her kidneys. I know God is able, she says. Well, absolutely, and we love that kind of faith. Joshua in Kenya asks for our help. Amos is a Pakistani Christian. Please pray for his job and his family. He also needs certain documents from Panama that he's praying for. Acevedo Andres uh, is from Venezuela, and he asks us basically to pray for all of Venezuela because... Um, it's in a total state of economic decay. The socialist government over there has totally destroyed everything. He also asked that you, we pray we pray for guidance. He and his wife have been serving the Lord for four years, but they need prayers and recommendation about what to do. So we pray that, that God gives them a clear mind about that. All right, here's a more difficult name for me to pronounce. So I'm going to give him my best shot. Belisima Kakwanitaobaba asked that we kindly submit her prayer request for financial breakthrough for her mortgage payments, car payments, and loan repayments. Pauline Fay asks for healing in her body. Something's not right. She's experiencing anxiety and panic attacks. Well, listen, I can relate to that. It's something I used to uh, go through a lot also, the anxiety and panic attacks. But God has a handle on that. And I, one of the things I'm really glad about my life is when people told me I should take like the, you know, the medications and stuff, I said, no, I don't want to get involved in that. And it turns out later that stuff was very harmful. And I'm glad I just Dealt with it head on. Ashtar Mushtak says, praise the Lord. Please pray for my mother. She's suffering from joint pain from 20 years. Her name is Nasreen. Please pray for my whole family that we become stronger in our faith. 
uh, amen request from Pakistan. I love prayers like this because even though this person is dealing with a lot of hardship, with the mother suffering from joint pain and, and the family having to become stronger, he starts with praise the Lord. And I mentioned to Kristen a while ago, I, I think I might have even done a sermon on this. I forget. We've done 15 of these now. But, you know, it's not enough to praise God in the good times and pray with desperation in the bad times. you got to pray with desperation in the good times and praise God in the bad times. So I love this prayer that starts with praise the Lord. I mean, that's just that's really very positive. Magid, a friend of ours, an Egyptian missionary in Tunis, will pray for that person. Diraj Bati asks that we pray for his son Harun, who has a problematic fever. And Sushma, please uh, praise the Lord. Pastor, uh, please pray for my sons, Alok and Austin, to become gospel music singers in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, that's worthy. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, you've heard all of these prayers. In fact, you even knew about these prayers before they were even made and before we spoke them. But, God, your word also says that where any two are in agreement, so will you be. And that if we ask it of you in your name, that it's as good as done. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray that you honor all of these people. You honor all of their prayers. For those people asking for healing, we pray that you give them healing. For those people asking for financial breakthrough, we pray you give them financial breakthrough. For those people who are asking for miracles for other people, we ask not only that those miracles be done, but miracles done in the lives of the people asking for it. We rebuke any of these sicknesses, any of these tumors. For people who have kidney problems, we pray for totally new kidneys for those people. For the single mothers who are struggling. God, you know, I know you have a special place in your heart for single mothers. We pray that you become a father to those children and you find a good husband for this mother here and, and for others like her. We pray for all of these people in these various countries that have all kinds of issues that we don't have here in the United States, whether it's Kenya, whether it's Kuala Lumpur, whether it's the Philippines, uh, whether it's Papua New Guinea, whether it's uh, Fiji. God, we just pray for we, we pray you do a great work in all of these places and that these people here who are coming to us tonight with prayer become themselves great prayer warriors in their countries, that that these be, you know, some of the people who plant some of the most important churches in those countries, because the healing has to begin somewhere. And for these people, and we get a bunch of these who pray, uh, who ask, we pray over anxiety and panic attacks. God, these are attacks of the enemy. That's right. We remind them that ours is not a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Show them how to remain calm. Rebuke the attacks of the enemy. Show them just how to remain strong in their faith and to cast their cares upon you because you care for us. That's what your word says. Your word says, be anxious about nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, make your petitions known to the Lord and he will give you the peace that passes all understanding. So we pray for those people. In fact, we pray for all of these people, not just to have victory, but to have the peace that passes all understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, Kristen, will you lead us with the uh, call to salvation? Absolutely. And I'll just add to that. I actually saw that verse, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind about three different times today in different locations. So I know that God is speaking to me and it's speaking to every person listening and, um, what what I what really struck me today when I read it is the fact that God has not given it. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but that means that we don't have to take it. It's not something that we have to just live with, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's and, definitely God has power to love. And, and as you, as you were saying that, it's just a weird coincidence. I didn't even notice this, but as I was talking about all this anxiety, another one came in just now on the the page itself from Heather Farley Wagner. 
Uh, I have severe anxiety and panic attacks. Me and my husband, our kids, our grandkids, our parents, brothers and sisters. Well, that's, mm. you know, like an intergenerational spirit. And so here's yes. what we're going to do is in Jesus name, we're going to break that spirit break that. for this generation and all coming generations. Yes. And that's true of anybody else. Any, any of these sort of intergenerational spirits of sickness. One of the worst things I hear is people say, well, you know, my father was an alcoholic and his father was an alcoholic and therefore, you know, I'm going to be. No, 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 no. You can be the generation that breaks that. OK, right. because the blood of Christ runs through your veins. So you're not subject to the blood that was handed down to you. You're subject to the blood of Christ that you accepted. So in Jesus name, we come against these intergenerational problems. And in That's particular right. tonight, we're praying in particular for uh, people struggling with anxiety and these panic attacks. All right, Kristen, sorry about that. Take it away. No, no problem. And thank you to all those who we've been getting some things of um, comments about how you're praying for us. We really, really appreciate that. And so, so many nice comments. So uh, thank you so much. We really, uh, really appreciate your prayers. And if you yeah, like I to especially accept- like the nice comment from the guy who asked you to move to Pakistan with him. That was great. <laughs> not, not at all weird. <laughs> yeah, that's all we're going to say about that one. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I do love to travel, but... <laughs> Um, if you'd like to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can follow after me. Uh, or if you want to recommit your life, you can follow after me in this prayer. Dear Jesus, Lord, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come to my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Kristen, we just had a minor amount of so audio pray problems the there. the first time, or if you're recommitting your life, congratulations. What a beautiful journey. And so definitely uh, leave a comment on the video or send us a message. We want to hear from you. And, and, and for those, I, I don't know, Kristen, if you heard what I said, we had a minor amount of audio problem there while you were doing it. And it's such an important part of what we do. Oh. So I'm just going to do it really quickly. For those who couldn't yeah, quite hear what Kristen said, basically, here's the call to salvation. It's very simple. There's nothing complicated about this. You say, uh, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. That's totally it. Right. If you said that if you said that prayer for the first time, God bless you. I see that we're having connectivity problems here, but what are you going to do? All right, I'm going to close out the show here. Guys, thank you for joining us. Again, we ask that you please like and share the video. That's, you know, some people have to do real missions work in, in dangerous places. Um, this is an easy way to do missions work and to spread the gospel. Thank you for joining us again. We don't ask for money here. OK, we don't we don't accept any money, but we do ask that you try to, to spread the good news of Christ, because that's what Jesus told us to do. Right. To preach the gospel to all the nations. So that's what we're doing here. All right, everybody. Listen, don't forget, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify and you can find us here every night on Facebook at. 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. If you have any prayer requests, please use the Messenger app to send it to us through Facebook. All right. Thanks for joining us again tonight. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.30. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.